Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks, first, Mr. Moscow. Hey, June. can I kick it? Yes. Yes, you can. Yes. Yep, apparently, yep, you can do that. Star at it. It's like you played soccer. I was going to say Mother Trucker, but didn't happen. And then there's features. <laughs> Hello, Internet. And Mauer. Insert beep you here. Beep you! I don't know how I feel. Yeah. I have to remember to do that. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I think you just annoyed everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we've, we've gotten used to some consistency around here, and then there you go with this laziness. Well, we're recording on a Tuesday. We are. Which, which is my long day at work. And, and it's also uh, Todd McFarlane's fault. Let me, let's just throw yeah. that out well, there. Well, we'll get there. Yeah. I got some Todd McFarlane news for everybody. Um, well, no, of course, not, not today, apparently. Thanks, well, yes, Todd. today. Yes, today. I'm giving you well, the news. today for you. No, no, I, I got the inside scoop. I'm going to give you all what's, what the news is. We're gonna find out. That's we're gonna find out. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. We're gonna find out. I get that, and at least I get a little Moon Knight redemption today. Okay, that's what you're going Ooh, with. All right, features. Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about Wakanda Forever's trailer, the second trailer, because it's dope. That's the first time and... I ever heard features say Wakanda Forever without doing it in the accent. <laughs> <laughs> and. After that, we're going to talk some, a little bit about uh, Jean Grey just being God tier, like not I think, Phoenix Jean. I Grey, think just Jean everything Grey. you're saying is great. We would all hear it better though if you went closer to the mic. <laughs> oh, sorry. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, Wakanda Forever Two trailer rapper, and Jean and Grey being God tier. <laughs> He's used a mic once or twice in his lifetime. Seven years. They compare me. Nice. They compare me to Pootie Tang. Like. <laughs> Tang. All right. Deep cut. Moscow, what are you talking about? Not Pootie Tang. <laughs> no, Deep not, cuts. Not, not Pootie Tang. Deep cuts like Blade's sword. Wow. So I'll be talking a little bit. We've, we've got some Blade uh, Blade news. He went for it. Yeah. He, he saw it. I was going to say sword. He ran, oh. That he ran it through. Now, is that sword liquid? Oh. Ooh. Nice. I, I, don't, nice. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, I guess I cut deeper. Uh, cut too deep for me. I'm, I'm, I, you lost me. Uh, but speaking of deep cuts, uh, I definitely, I, I'm a little also annoyed at Ryan Reynolds because as soon as we were ready to share the show yesterday, of course, some or last week, of course, some news comes out that uh, annoyed <laughs> that I me gave to Menti, tears. I gave Menti a stroke with. 
Oh my! Oh, it was yeah. so great though. <laughs> the, so we have to talk about the Ryan Reynolds news, the Deadpool update. Yes, we yeah. have to talk about that. Um, and then there's some things with the Thunderbolts, but for the most part, just Deadpool. That's pretty much. So <laughs> we starting at happy news, bitching news, some sad news, or features news. I think we go with Mauer, and, and so we can understand why we're like all a little tired, recording super late for a show that's need to come out tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, because so. of somebody deciding to push back some important news, which made us put us back our show and our recording schedule. So some inside <laughs> baseball, we normally record on Monday nights for longtime listeners. You, you know that. And mid-afternoon, mid-afternoon Monday, I see Todd McFarlane, the Todd father, go, hey, guys, big Spawn news coming for the Spawn movie tomorrow. So I text the crew and I'm like, hey, do we want to record tomorrow? That way we have that Spawn news. Do and we bow down to the Todd father? It was father? a unanimous yes. Yes, yep. the tribe's spoken, and we bowed down to Todd Father. Today, never again. around 3 o'clock, <laughs> I'm like, oh, we should have some news by now. And I go on the interwebs, and I check, and I see another hand-scribbled note from Todd McFarlane going, sorry for the delay, guys. Uh, it's going to be 12 p.m. tomorrow. Sorry. I could tell you. I could tell you now, or I'll tell you tomorrow when I have that information. So I've decided to give my own spawn update, and the announcement <laughs> is going to be this: Warner Brothers is putting out the Spawn TV show. Spawn will now be played by Ezra Miller. Oh no! What? It's going to no. be taking place no. in 1500s no. Ireland. What? What? It's going to be directed by Michael Bay. Holy God, no. Sweet. No, no, no. And written by Zack Snyder. God, no. 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 So much no. Filmed in 4x3. What? With a soundtrack score done by Lizzo on the presidential flute. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. I, just, I hope none of firesiders. If any of that's uh, true, I will. Uh, I'm. I don't. I don't know how to respond. If any of that. Well, you know true, who they cast as the uh, violator, the clown, right? Who? Oh, no. Donald Trump. <laughs> oh my god. Well, the we know that's not true. Well, they don't need any makeup at all to make him look grotesque. Uh, it's gonna be huge. <laughs> god. This no. No. All no? of that sounds awful. Like. There's not a redeemable <laughs> thing that you just said. How does it go from a Cheeto to a pale demon thing? Oh, I uh, do think you're probably right, though. They're probably, the TV show thing is probably... Yeah, probably there was seven some... like seven lies and the truth in there. I do think it's going to be a TV show on so a streaming service. He said like 20 things. <laughs> yeah, and everything you said is like top-tier SEO stuff. So if we run a transcript of this, <laughs> it'll get some traction. There's a reason why I said it. Um, that was yes. not the reason. <laughs> that was not the reason. <laughs> so Todd screwed us, and uh, it's probably not the last time, because he'll he could say the same thing next week. Hey guys, big news tomorrow. We'd be like, but here's the thing, we're in. Yeah, you know, we're yeah. just gonna go. Well, damn it! All right, <laughs> we'll hail That's, the Todd Father every time. He, he could probably pull that off for like a month straight, and we would just keep going. <laughs> all right. We would be Donald Glover in Community mm-hmm. where he's in that social experiment and he, they won't they keep making him wait. Why are you doing this? I'll tell you now. Or All right. maybe next week. So that kind of pissed me off today. But then 
No, no oh. one else pissed you yeah, off no, today. To say. <laughs> but and then, even, and these aren't even the comment sections. <laughs> but then I, I read a news article that made me so angry at first, and then I realized something. It redeemed and confirmed all of my thoughts about Moon Knight. Redeemed? Yeah, it redeemed my <gasps> thoughts because I was correct in how they treated the show. What do you mean? Well, you, so it, an interview it, with Jeremy Slater came out who is the head writer and producer for Moon Knight. And they were talking about how they got the villain of Moon Knight. But in doing so, it kind of showed their process behind the scenes and what they understood of Moon Knight. And it really was them basically doing a Google search on a few things. And that was their entire basis on who Moon Knight is and who the villains are. So to break it down, originally it was written as Bushman as the villain, which is who we all expected it to be. But over the years, he's kind of like uh, Fing Fang Foom, or, you know, the, he was a little bit expletive of a character for a while. So they would have had to just change him a little bit. And then that became too close to Killmonger. And they're like, oh, we don't want to, you can't really top what Michael B. Jordan did. So we don't want to set him up to fail. Then they looked at it and they're like, well, He's an expert mercenary. So him going up against Stephen Grant, he would just kill him. But then him going up against Mark Spector with all the superpowers, Mark Spector would just kill him. And they couldn't put their head around the fact that Moon Knight didn't have superpowers. Well, they never From the wanted to. Yeah. They had no interest in that. Well, I don't think they realized he didn't because the next sentence they talk about, so what we did is we Googled a list of villains that have faced Moon Knight and picked a name to create a new character out of. So they literally Googled villains that fought Moon Knight, found a name, and then decided to create a character. The kicker is they didn't even realize the character they were creating was pretty much the Sun King. Now I want to put this, I want to put this out there real quick for the audience. You like to embellish a lot with what you say. This is 100% real. This is literally someone looking at Google and picking a character. All right, continue. So when I said I couldn't <laughs> understand anybody that read something and would go, I could make it accurate or make this decision, it's because they didn't know that they were close to an accurate portrayal of something. They literally were just like, we're making up new shit. It's infuriating. No interest in making Moon Knight the comic. No, none at all. They didn't even know he didn't have superpowers. They, they wanted to make MCU spawn. Basically, they had an idea of what they wanted. They did a few Google searches, and that's it. There's no reading. There's no Ryan Reynolds. I'm going to sit back and read a bunch of comics to understand what it is. There's nothing of the, we want to get into the mind space of this character to honor it, to bring this to the big screen. It's This is a character name we have. They have a cool look. We're going to make whatever we want from there. So, question for you. Obviously, the Moon Knight show is a, is a bust for you. Season two, if that were to ever happen, is going to be a no-go. You're probably going to hate it right off the bat if you even give it a chance. If Deadpool 3 were to do really well as an R-rated MCU property uh, and that would get Marvel willing to make content that's more edgier or darker and they made a comic-accurate animated Moon Knight show, would you be down for that? If it was comic-accurate, yeah. 
like a dark kind of legit like because here's they're they're i mean i guess you're going to be able to tell us better than anybody else what the mind the mentality of marvel as a whole for this character is because they find themselves in an interesting and unique spot where there is a mcu fan base that is rather large for stephen grant the mcu version and then there are the mowers and the giant online fan base that have kept this book afloat for a very long time because again never been is i mean it's it's been canceled but it's never really been canceled yeah, it's never I mean? been gone for long right and because it, it's always been able to hit that threshold so there's a there's a legitimate big comic fan base for them for excuse me for um Moon Knight. So, with that being said, there's probably no way to bridge that gap, and and the only way to make you happy would be to make something specifically for you outside of canon, which is a possibility if Deadpool does well. Which- there is a way to do it, and I thought they were going to make me happy at the end of the show. First thing they need would need to do is get rid of the director that directed the first season, and they'd have to get rid of this showrunner. The way they made it look like he was going to lose being the Avatar, they could strip him of all of his powers and have him make his own costumes and have it be more of a street level. Give him a no way home. Yeah, give him a no way home to kind of restructure the character. And it would work and it would actually be cool because it would pay homage to the comics that were when they wanted to make a change. They just kind of tweaked one of the personalities and his whole world changed. Like, they could go so meta with this to still maintain the MCU fans. Because in my mind, they will eat whatever candy's put in front of them. Mm, we're, not, we're not seeing that true with, with She-Hulk. <laughs> That's, yeah. That one's not quite Definitely. getting She-Hulk, everybody. to me, there's no story or candy to it, but we'll get to that. <laughs> they could make Moon Knight by following a storyline really, really good. And not really, like I said, the whole time the show was coming out, if they change a word here or there and a little bit of the story, they could have put out the same exact thing filming-wise and had it be super accurate and a lot more of a standalone, unique story versus being a derivative of lots of other superhero stuff we've seen recently with just very small changes. So if they did these small changes now... I don't think they would abandon the audience that likes the current status quo. They would then see it develop into something else, and then they could go dark, bring in horror elements to it, tie it into Werewolf by Night with the new Jake stuff. They could save this and honestly put out something. You know, it's They could make Moon Knight their Joker. Mm. Like That's how they could go with this character, to where they could actually have oscar-worthy film with a moon knight character did you see uh kevin feige said werewolf by night's gonna be very important to the future of the mcu moving forward he says that about every goddamn thing that comes out now sure i have no faith sure, in kevin but, I, feige. but this was this was supposed to be a little one shot <laughs> this was supposed yeah like this is, seems like it's becoming a bigger deal and it's doing and it's, it's early reviews are all outstanding i mean when you think about werewolf by night like were you saying earlier it could have they could have tied that into Moon Knight somehow they didn't but maybe they still will and then that also with Werewolf by Night you could potentially get Midnight Suns from there you can stretch it from or season uh, two of Moon Knight yeah well we're now in the age where Marvel doesn't have the power they once had where writers directors and actors won't just put up and take shit because they're the MCU 
Well, that's why they go for newer writers and directors. Like that's why isn't there wasn't there like a comic or a video game person that got signed on recently? Or was yeah, that but, for a different movie? Like they're not locking anybody into these long deals anymore. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's because they don't want to do ten year epics anymore. They want to do like a couple years, and then that's the end of a phase. Yeah, you know, like a big, big chunk of time. Or a so Oscar or Isaac will do something if it comes off as good, and he liked Moon Knight because, again, nobody they told him specifically not to read Moon Knight, so he doesn't know that he didn't portray Moon Knight. <laughs> In his mind, he did a really he did what was on the page, and that's Moon Knight. Well, if, that, if, well, if the Moon Knight comic never existed and this was the only thing of Moon Knight we've ever seen, it, it would was be outstanding. Cool. Exactly. It's not, yeah. it's not as good as the comic. <laughs> I could picture him just opening up a book and starting to read and go like, what the heck is this? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? This is so I could have cool. been Why? Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I could have been cooler than Batman? Yes, yes, you could. So, okay. But right. so you would rather them fix the um, fix Moon Knight than create something more for you. Well, I don't see them dedicating time and energy to the way of an animated universe should be like DC does. I don't think they would have it connected to anything. I'm just. But that's what I want. I want Moon Knight and Midnight Suns and a horror Marvel vein. Well, we'll, we'll see how horror you're going to get with Disney. They could still probably do it. It would probably be in the same vein as the uh, the What If episode with the zombies. Well, we're going to hold Marvel Zombies show. I mean, oh, <laughs> forget well, a live action Marvel Zombies show. Just give well, me maybe live action. Doctor Strange 2-level horror, and I'll be happy. But give me characters and leave them as what they are. Don't make them jokes of themselves. Did you hear that uh, Doctor Strange 2, the, the fight um, when they were actually at the temple... Where Scarlet Witch was like, I'm being reasonable. Original, the original edit of that made it rated R. Apparently, that scene is so much darker that they had to wow. cut a whole bunch of stuff out to keep it a PG-13 rating from yeah. that specific scene. So God only knows what she did to people. <laughs> I would love to see that version of the film. I'll tell you what, though. Today's rated R is not rated R from no. 10, 15, <laughs> 20 years ago. True. Like rated R now is like a s soft R. Look at our PJ like th PG-13s from the 80s yeah. and get back to me. That's true. As long as it's not a hard R. But, uh, mm. but then you're pushing NC-17. Uh, but we're seeing... Pirate. <laughs> a no, a hard R, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are definitely seeing cracks in the MCU. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I sorry. <laughs> um and I I have a feeling that we might get the change. There's a glimmer of hope that people might stand up to Fahey and say no. You need to to do things that are going to honor the characters more and not just connect everything to your vision and kind of your cookie cutter product. And we're seeing that right now with Blade. I mean We'll yeah. see. We'll see. And I, look, I, I hope you get I hope you get the moon night you want. And, and you know, maybe it'll happen. Maybe you'll get the same Spider-Man. Like, we all feel good about the MCU Spider-Man. Well, maybe you won't. But I think Features and I, as the huge, the bigger Spider-Man fans at the on the chat, are pretty this happy with This is the first time I'm optimistic going. about it. That's this good, is the really. first time with Tom I've been like, maybe I'll get Spider-Man. Right. So, and we're that's all good. happy about the direction that that's going. So there's hope. There's hope. Yeah. So I There's moving hope. moving from a Mauer hope to a features hope. Now that you've finally seen Man, you just you just butchered you just, 
the the segue was there. <laughs> we're all smiling. We're, we're, we're ready to go into like, it. And Menti, what'd you do? So, so I said the cracks are there, and we're seeing so with Blade. Moshka, what's going on with Blade where we're starting to see those cracks show? Oh, there's uh, this is kind of <laughs> like the Deadpool news. This stuff came out, this information and news came out, I think, on Thursday last week, so a day after last episode came out. So not only did they drop the director or the director left, I, I still don't know the, the details of that one, uh, but uh, it was Bassam Tariq. I, we talked about him ages ago. He never really had any like Hollywood stuff, but was big, uh, I believe, over... See the Egyptian. Uh, either way, um, he's now left the project. Uh, creative differences was kind of the big, the big thing there. Uh, a couple days later, they said it was because of scheduling. But then a few days later, we get this news you're about to drop on us. Right. So Mahershala Ali obviously is Blade. Uh, he's saying that the script is kind of weak. Um, so I could believe him. I totally believe him because he's not someone, I mean, he has at least one Oscar. He might have two Oscars, but he, everything he's been in, I haven't seen a, he's kind of like Denzel Washington. Like every Denzel Washington movie I've ever seen hasn't been, or it's been good. Like sure. There's some terrible things out there. There might be one or two, but everything I've seen with him, I like everything I've seen with Ali. I've liked, uh, he is top tier talent. So ultimately he wants top tier material to work with. And if what we're hearing about this script is that it's weak, it's not you know good. Ninety you know, pages. No it's probably yeah. two action, lackluster script. action sequences. Two actions, yeah. Two action scenes, and this is Blade, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't give me a Blade with two action sequences. Wesley Snipes did not do two and a half Blade movies <laughs> for a remake. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I would no take the CGI, CGI eyes of the Wesley Snipes Yo, performance. Two and a half. That's so perfect because that's true. He just, half that movie he was not present for. <laughs> that's very And true. he refused to open his eyes. That's so funny. <laughs> that's so yeah, good. This might really be the turning point for when, you know, these, these top level actors... Because, I mean, face it, everybody that has been in those roles prior wasn't really a star when they started. Yep. I mean, yes, Robert Downey Jr. was a star, but he was, he was on the... You he know, was D-list as the, well. Well, exactly. and you know, I also think that there is a... The, I think one of the bigger issues with quality control at Marvel is quality control's name was Kevin Feige. You know what I mean? And now he is so stretched thin yep, with the and that's what they're of projects saying. that things like this will slip. Because he's not there to, because they they rely on him so heavily. It was like when Joss Whedon was like the the golden boy, and they just threw they sent him to every set yeah. to fix yeah. problems. <laughs> well, I don't think it's as much that they need him there. They need him to relinquish some power. Like he's spread thin, but he's not needed in some of these projects anymore. Like the Blade project, he could probably put somebody else in charge of like those kind of stories, and he then has like more minions underneath him looking at the different kind of groups that we're looking at. Like, okay, you're looking at our TV shows and, and you're doing with this theme of stuff and you're looking at our more serious, darker horror type stuff and you're our action people. And this is the tones we're looking for. You make sure your tone matches up and we're good. You think it's possible that that's is what happens is happening and he's already on the next couple phases with X-Men and yeah, I think he's what's I think he's tapped out of the, the, the multi phase. Like this saga is I think he's just like, no, no, I'm I'm working on the X-Men. You he doesn't care about out. once he got X-Men 
He was like, I just have to bide my time to get this all up and running. Because let's and remember, he was also the executive producer on the X-Men's. <laughs> like, no, not, I guess not executive producer. No, he was like he was an assistant. Producer. Wasn't he a producer? He was like an assistant producer, I think. I know he worked oh. on all the uh, the original X-Men movies. So, like, and he worked is... on Spider-Man, I think, as like a, a gopher. Wow. Like, he's been around for a while. But... This just goes to show that the MCU is bigger than what Kevin Fahey can control. And the people that they're now going after, because they've flipped their script, they no longer are going after no names that they're trying to make into these characters. They're going for these big, splashy cameo names. Look, we got this person and this name and this and this. Look, come see it. Because they need that star power of the Easter egg crowd. That they're losing connection because that Easter egg crowd, if you get a real actor, is going to go, eh, the script kind of sucks. It's not what I want. It's 90 pages. I'm used to scripts that are 120, 140 pages. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And if, if you have um, Marshala leave this role, that would be a huge domino falling. I don't think for the future happen. of MCU. Remember, uh, the, this movie's only happening because he made a phone call. Like this was never true. on the docket of movies to make. He called Kevin Feige and said, "I want to play Blade," and they said, "Okay." So well, it's now pushed a year back, right? But well, and that's fine. It's I don't think it ties in. I think they forced it into things like in the end of Eternals because it's coming out soon yeah. and they're working on it. But I don't think this was ever a huge part of the plan of Feige. You know what I mean? I think this is a... But it doesn't have a, to be a, the part of the plan. Pan, but, part and, and of the plan. And it's not, but that's probably why you're not seeing the same kind of quality control that you would expect. But I think if Fahey would just say, okay, it's cool, we're going to have this whole other little thing, let me put somebody in charge of that and let them run. I don't disagree with you. I'm, 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 I want the best Blade movie we can get. I'm not defending mediocrity I mean, that, here. I'm just saying. <laughs> that may have happened, though. That may have, It may be in someone else's hands and... Nope. He didn't actually read the script. Because and... I think they're all saying, like, um, Jeff Snyder and all those guys are still saying... Not another Snyder. <laughs> saying that Fahey is still pulling the strings on all of this. So people can't mm-hmm. move forward without him signing off, and he's so pulled thin that he's just not looping back around to change things as fast, which is why he keeps pushing back. But if you say, hey, you, you're going to be in charge of Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, Blade, Man-Thing... Werewolf, but you know, these are your characters. Give me, you know, a Midnight Suns grouping in five years. That would be Go. dope. Because you know who would sign on on some shit like that? Uh, like a Sean Gunn. Yeah. Mm. 100% would say, not like, I don't want you to direct a bunch of movies. I want you to create your pocket of Marvel. I want, I want a series of films and shows dedicated to the occult. Sam Raimi would jump. You'd have yeah. to pay him peanuts. I- just but to I would say love that he to was see it. That would be cool too. Sam Raimi like inspired like getting all the other directors to like put their their unique horror spin on different horror like that's actually a great idea. That's a There really was a rumor idea. that he would be the the new scribe or the you know person writing it um but it turned out that he was misquoted from a, another story where he wanted to do Blade like 10 15 years ago um and Somewhere along the line, they screwed that up. But that'd be interesting if he did. But if you had Fahey on the top, and he's kind of the overarching guy, you have Raimi over there covering your mystic arts and horror characters. 
you have somebody who's uh, the 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 who the did evil uh, not evil dead end game oh the russo brothers Russo's. they're they're out though they don't want to but have the russo brothers work on their uh, give give them something small to work well, they, on just you, whatever they, they want they already do this with ryan coogler i mean he essentially has wakanda they're so like, how come they can do it with coogler area how come coogler gets whatever he wants think, and nobody else does because i think he's came and he pitched the idea i think he's i think he's He's putting a lot of his career on the Black Panther name because at this point he has cemented himself to the importance of that character as a Jonathan Mayberry or as as a hella Stan Lee. I mean, he's yeah. as important to that character's popularity and growth as anyone else. So I think he really wants to be strongly connected to that and him building the Wakanda show plus the Wakanda Forever trilogy essentially that he's working on. I have a feeling that a lot of things, even future namor stuff i think all of that is going to be essentially ryan coogler's area and that's fine give give it full hog to sam raimi don't have him play in a kitty sandbox like that's he had to really for... bad and that like i don't i don't like wow. that phrasing at all <laughs> full hog. Uh, that's a rough one. Oh, i shouldn't even say that like oh what a... <laughs> but don't put him in this little kitty sandbox know how to go forward with that saying. <laughs> like you did with dr strange 2 like, if you want to let Sam Raimi loose, let him loose, and you, I guarantee... Like a wild hog. Doctor Strange 2 <laughs> would have been received much better if you just let him do whatever he wanted and didn't have to disney it. Maurer had to get that point out. There was no silliness. <laughs> Maurer was powering through no matter what was said. <laughs> so you didn't like the, the Sam Raimi influence on Doctor no, Strange? No, I did, but they held him back. I'm saying let him not have to tone it down for Disney. What did you think of the overall script? Of Doctor Strange 2? Of Doctor Strange 2. I liked the script. I liked the story. Well, that's great news. I'm not necessarily moving on, but I do want to sprinkle this tidbit in. The uh, writer of... uh, Doctor Strange 2. (laughs) Mom, (laughs) Doctor Strange 2. And Loki is going to be the writer for Secret Wars. Right, that I makes think I sense. saw that Michael Waldron. I, I think that's a great idea. I mean, he yeah. Loki's not Avengers, an easy show Secret to. It's not an easy show to write. No, not at all. And that was kind of like the kit, the catalyst for the multiverse. Not kind of, almost. Well, not kind of. But <laughs> if we're okay and Marvel, I don't. They have to have people doing these numbers. But the Black Panther money and numbers coming in is like a Venn diagram of. You have some of the regular MCU fans, but a whole other group that's coming in purchasing that. You could do the same thing with all of these different groups and just lean further into the Ving right. diagram you outside. Want that, right. You want to go you want them to go genre heavy when right now they're going cultural heavy. That's and you can the, do both. You can I do genre and culture. I completely agree with you. And it would be a really good way to broaden the the Marvel landscape without putting Marvel at the center. Because essentially Marvel I would almost go ahead. I would almost say they are going into genre type. Well, they did. Movies. They started that way. That was the they, po- that was the birth of yeah, the MCU. They Everything started that was way. A genre of specific film. Right, but now it's different genres within the overall it, genre. It's, it's building a, it's building a, almost an, like a, like a sub MCU based on genre. 
So like the like the Midnight Suns don't have to tie into the Avengers, but there are a three or four characters that have a woven story that might not have anything to do with the major timeline or the major story, maybe influence aspects of it, but it's their own thing going on, kind of like the X-Men in Civil War. You know what I mean? I'm looking I'm looking at it a different way. I'm I'm looking at the actual type of uh film that it actually is. So we have uh Werewolf by Night coming up. It's more of a noir uh, based in the you know the 30s black and white like that type of genre we have she-hulk which is more of a comedy yeah, sitcom i think kind we're saying the exact same thing um okay how are we not well, oh, <laughs> it, it, it seemed like you were piece, you were breaking it more down by uh characters and, the piece and, that are within that genre those yeah. are genre related characters but the like, piece that i'm saying is to remove the cookie cutter that gets them placed on top of each genre would because you, they all mean? still uh, have to well, have the MCU formula is way too popular and way too worth way too much money. They're not throwing. But that I away think they could get the same popularity to pull that back a little bit and let those genres pull their fans in. Oh, I agree. I just don't okay, think that's going to yeah. happen because it's Disney. Yeah, you know I mean, I I don't disagree with you at all. I would love to see that. I would love to go. Like I think the the tone of. Um, Winter Soldier and of Secret Invasion should be a series of different shows and movies that have that tone because there's a fan base specifically for that more thriller kind of show. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Moshko. And and as we're seeing with She-Hulk, it doesn't resonate with a lot of your standard MCU fans, but it is bringing in its own treasure trove of, of... of fans now of specifically that kind of show so you might see future things that don't have much action to them because they're not for your standard fan so they're they're doing that slowly like that's happening slowly and i I hate because we always come back to this they seem to only give those leniencies to things that they're also pulling in diversity with yes because well as we said cultural yeah the culture aspect is still very important right now especially going into black panther yeah, so if it has a cultural diversity, they're giving you more leeway. But you could have, and I'm going back, Moon Knight written and produced in the same vein as Joker. Yes. Would have made millions more for them. And millions. And millions. <laughs> well, maybe. Than- I mean, that's hard to say. <laughs> I mean, we know one did really well, and we won't would speculatively do well. But... The, but take the risk. But it, sure, but that's not where we are anymore. So where we are is kind of what you want slowly happening. The, the, just not the non-connective risks. nature is not going to happen. I'm not talking about soon. it not being not connected. I'm just talking about dark. You're not leaving on a happy note. They look. They were. They well, were one scene away. They were one edit away from a rated R horror movie. Like we're we're getting there. We're we're they're pushing. They're trying to get through that Disney core, and, and like get look, rid of that Disney Jessica cinematography. Jones. I was watching <laughs> Jessica Jones to, again to, uh, the, today, and I I forgot about the one character that just stabs herself in the neck, and I'm like, oh yep. my god, this Ooh. is super brutal for for Disney Plus. I'm just saying that with Deadpool three is a game changer. Like, well, what's going on with Deadpool three? Menti, I don't, don't want to get into Deadpool three right now because I I, I <laughs> want to get into specifically what I was trying to 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 move over last time, which is Mauer. You are very upset with your favorite character now coming to screen and not being done in the way that you would hope as a long term fan. Well, now features is having his day in the sun. It is we we joked to be about not be this happy six years ago how this would never happen, and yet here we are. 
Namor is about to be on screen, on the big screen, and I mean, he's not with, bad. He's with not ankle great. wings? Does he's he not, have ankle wings? Yeah, no, he yeah. has ankle suck. wings. They're there. They suck for a second. For a second, they suck. Because he shows up and he's fluttering like a little... Uh, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's well, really, you know it's, what? It's dopey. It, it in the in the in the birthing scene when they're when they're underwater with him, it does look kind of it co- looks kind of hokey, and you're like, eh. But when he starts but zipping I, around, yeah, it's towards it's, like the, the yeah he yeah, on a scale of one to Aquaman, where is he falling? Well, <laughs> the cool thing is, is they did a really good job of not mm, looking like Aquaman. Like they they could have became real derivative real fast because of yeah. the success of Aquaman, and they really needed to differentiate themselves. And I think with that Aztec kind of Mayan look that they have, as well it, as the it, water being murkier, I think that they're pulling that off. It sets them apart, like in a major way, especially like what Mincy just said, diving into the as that that Mayan Aztec culture, Mexican culture. And I've I've even seen like if you Mauer, if you here to to view the comment section on the trailer you'll even see like i've seen like a couple people say i i love the fact that they're diving deep into the into mexican slash mayan aztec culture what kind of crazy i'm seeing, I'm seeing the opposite in the comment section <laughs> of course you see it. you would Where's like people were bitching at jonathan mayberry like uh-huh. aren't you upset that they're changing your stuff and he's like no everybody gets to put their spin on it he's like i'm just happy they're using a character that i created and it's put not it a there. bad spin. It, I, listen, well, I that, thought... That remains to be seen. We don't know yet. That, who knows? That, <laughs> I mean, it we'll doesn't see. look bad. It Are there any whales right in the trailer? Yes. yes. And There's a huge whale. And he, here, <laughs> was he stuck under it? <laughs> That's you know too what? funny. I didn't even think about the fact that there is a whale in the trailer. That's so good. Uh, Mauer, the, the, yeah. there's a reason I keep harping back to this is because you just went through this and features you seem rather hopeful for the but he's going through the exact same transformation that Maurer's character did they're just being very upfront with it you know what can, i mean can, moon knight kind of slid that in there that also we went oh no this isn't actually moon knight can they i say something though pretty upfront with that yeah well, they well, are changing like for like with namor though yes that's they true. are not changing the fundamental core of the character. Right. They're changing some locations and some looks. Whereas Moon Knight, they took the name and the look and were like, we're going to throw a whole bag of shit behind it. Would you think Mark <laughs> is, was, was accurate at all or no? Like we know, we know. Uh, no, I don't. You don't think Mark was good? No. And by reading that and going back to the article, them thinking that Mark wouldn't be able to keep up with the top-level mercenary of Bushman, shows they didn't realize that Mark was one of the number one mercenaries in the world. Right. Right. Like, Mark hand-to-hand fights and kicks Deadpool's ass but, twice in the comics. But his... But, but his... Well, I mean, it's Deadpool. But his... Um, his but Deadpool's considered one of the best mercs in a Marvel. His... Uh, yeah, is. that's because he's, he, he, cause he's hard he to kill him. He can't die. <laughs> like, you, you beat him over and over and over, and he just keeps coming at you. Like, that's kind of part of his whole thing. He gets beaten into a puddle and comes back. Um, but, Maurer, his so to you, Mark... The character-wise, like the, not not necessarily the 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 training of Mark, but like his mannerisms and his actions and the way he presented that character didn't feel like Mark Spector to you. No, because he wasn't as militant as Mark was in the comics, and the fact they changed his core motivation to that derivative of almost peacemakers, like my brother died accidentally in front of me. Where in the comics, 
his motivation and the weight on his shoulders is he killed his brother and he has to fight with that as well as being a devout Jew and knowing other gods exist. Like those are the two character things that weigh heavily on Mark and they strip that away to nothing. All right. Where so I, we, oh, go ahead. I don't see them doing that with Namor. Well, I see them on. features. Do mm-hmm. you think that same thing is a potential? Like what, what character aspects need to be there for you to be happy with a change portrayal of one of your all time favorite characters? So and honestly, good as Namor is a pretty straightforward character. It is, there's, I want to say it should be impossible to mess him up. You have to literally have someone who's just the king of his domain, doesn't take a lot of shit, and is more likely just an asshole to right. other people. Like, it's, it's his way or the highway, unless somehow your way works with his. That's how I see Namor. Yeah, I, it's like Mauer. I agree. Like, as, <laughs> as long as Namor. That's why he's an Aquaman fan. He can't come to grips with the fact that it's Namor and him are too, too similar. <laughs> as long as Namor is super strong, has the flying booties, yeah. is king of a kingdom, and is an asshole, that's, yeah. that's the character. That, that, that is the character. They can make him from Antarctica. They can make him from Brazil. They can make him from Ireland. It really doesn't matter as long as it's an underwater kingdom. I mean, if features if he was king of a cool underground ice kingdom in water. If it's still Atlantis, <laughs> well, it's not Atlantis. This, okay, this it might <laughs> not be not Atlantis. Atlantis. It's not Atlantis. It we has to be not. Atlantis. It's not Atlantis. Yeah. Well, no, there's rumors that they're changing it back to Atlantis. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Originally, I just, it was I just heard the writer said that that there's a reason why they they made sure they didn't go with Atlantis. Yeah, it's going by another name. I believe it. They they what? said it was supposed to be, but it's. Talab, it's supposed to be telecon. Yeah. Yeah. But it's supposed to it's still supposed to be considered. But doesn't like he say Atlantis in the trailer? Well, he said like the lost city of Atlantis, but that's not the oh, So Atlantis place. exists in the world. Well, I think it, the story of Atlantis does, but this okay. is yeah. this is yeah. but it it's might based actually on be the afterlife uh in not Mayan culture. Maybe yep. it is Mayan culture, but it's, it's Mayan culture. Talacan is the afterlife. For for those mm-hmm. that drowned or die at sea, that yep. kind of stuff or die by water. Right. Yeah. Well, there's also like a wireless rain, company. something with rain. If you die by, like, if you die in a storm. Yeah. If you die related to water, kind of like I moon think it's also it's also disease too. I think it's like I don't think it's. I think there's also. I mean, I don't think they'll probably use that part of it, but I think there's also like, uh, you know, if you if you become okay. diseased, that's where you go as well. So they are, but it's still so features. If it's not Atlantis proper, you're gonna be upset. Uh Does the name I mean, of the city? This will be character. a big deal if he says no because the, he's the biggest stickler for for I, not changing things from the comics on this show. I am, I am. Um, but this the thing about it is, like, would I be upset? Probably, but I'm I'm, <laughs> well, I'm willing. To, <laughs> I'm willing to give it a chance only because. No matter what they say or how they portray it in MCU, it's still going to be considered Atlantis. And I can see them probably another reason why they would make this change is because Aquaman already yeah. came out and that it's the same character, just not as strong with, with flying booties. Yep. And yes. they can portray it as the land, you know, the people above just created the Atlantis story about Talakai. Yeah. 
Because like, that, that's a thing. They in, connected in the that way. World. We call it this. You idiots up there made up this story, but suck right, it. In the surface world, Atlantis <laughs> is still it. a myth. <laughs> it's still a myth in the surface world. So you think, we, yo, we do you think right. in uh, Fantastic Four movies, they're going to go through the Sue Storm Namor storyline? That depends if they keep Namor. Oh, he's going to be around. He no, is. He's 100%. I hope so. He's, he's our new Loki. Anywhere. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's, he's going to be, be the new Loki. Why would you? No. He's As an anti-hero? Old. Yeah, no, he'll be an anti-hero. 100% he'll be an anti-hero. Oh, You'll never well, know yeah, what he'll... side he's on. He'll backstab you. Yeah, okay, yeah, he'll be that for sure. Yeah. But I don't know about, like... Eh. Like Loki, who will go, who backstabbed 50 people in his lifetime? They said that if the TVA told him that? <laughs> <laughs> But, but uh, I wouldn't do it again. Going <laughs> going back to it, that is the main difference though between Neymar and a character like Moon Knight, is it's the little the little pieces of the character of Moon Knight that make up the whole. So mm. all right, let me just let me see if I can so Mauer, your your favorite one of your favorite characters kind of sucks in the MCU and features your favorite character didn't really get the might not we'll we'll see soon but still making some changes hmm, how's my favorite character doing <laughs> mentee do anything wrong <laughs> beep you oh ryan reynolds coming out swinging uh, yeah. first uh, that was a hell set, of a woo. let's set the scene i'm on the internet looking at twitter i go ah oh, oh wow this is big news Menti has to have seen this already. I throw it in the chat, the tweet, and then I put a Deadpool logo and then another symbol underneath of it with a date. And Menti has a convulsion tweeting like, oh my, oh my d- d- d-, like memes. <laughs> like I thought we broke Menti's brain for a solid five to 10 minutes. Just the, every time I think about this movie, it, my brain does spasm for a second with all the possibilities that we could potentially <laughs> spasm go your brain, your brain, man, spasm just... brain. <laughs> <laughs> We don't need to talk about it. I'm wearing my white pants. Um, anyway. <laughs> 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 oh. You open up Pandora's box, Moscow. You be just enjoy it. Hey, so what's he happening? Said hog earlier. He, did, he did say hog. Uh, so Ryan Reynolds comes out and says that he has no ideas for Deadpool 3 and that he's racking his brain. He hasn't come up with anything. And then he says, well, I've got one. And he says, hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine again? And he just goes, what do you say? All right. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he winks at the camera and then they post another video where they kind of jokingly say what the movie's going to be about. People have tried to lip read them, but you'd be silly if you actually think that they're talking about plot points of the movie within the <laughs> lip read. Um, but the- Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine one more time is... Is, it, is, is 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 all the Spider-Mens in the movie together. Like, I th- think it's how, a stopgap. How do you top... How do you top No Way Home? This is it. This is, this is nostalgia bread and butter right here. The, like, there's no better way... To, to to hype everybody up and and usher in a new version of the X-Men than one more Hugh Jackman with Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Yep. This, I feel, is a stopgap for them to figure out what they want to do with the X-Men and get the casting down right. It gives them a little bit extra buffer time. And I think that's why we haven't seen any kind of announcements oh, or any kind of actual casting. There's so many possibilities. This, so many possibilities. I think there's more to it than that. Remember with uh, Doctor Strange, 
we had all of those casting rumors that none of them panned out. And, hmm, Secret Wars is right around the corner. You don't think it's possible that the Hugh Jackman news and the Ryan Reynolds news is also with the Tobey Maguire news, meaning that they're showing up in Secret Wars to to end the MCU timelines as once they knew to birth anew without Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, without anybody that we've seen except for the major ones. I think Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool is out after this third one. I don't think he can work with Disney. I think that's been a little little rough, but I think this is the last hoorah, and I think it's a it's a hell of a way to close the chapter on all non. Marvel-related properties, non-Disney-owned related properties. I think this is a this is the greatest goodbye. I think that's really what what Secret Wars is, and this is opening the door to how crazy that could potentially get. But it, but that's what I'm saying. If this is a stopgap to what they're really doing with the X Men. Oh, of course. the X Men are going to be after the multiverse saga. They're not yeah. mutants are a thing that we're just finding out about mutates and all that stuff. Mutants yep. as we know them are going to be after Secret Wars. And honestly, something in Secret Wars or the mutants coming from Secret Wars cuz remember how many mutants were rumored to be in Doctor Strange 2. If all of a sudden we see a contingent of mutants fighting in the MCU and they're not sure who the hell they are, and then after the multiverse saga, mutants are now a thing, that explains why people would be scared of them. Because all they know is whatever the hell happened during Secret Wars. Features, right. do you want to break down what the difference is between a mutant and a human mutate? So a mutant is a, a mutant is someone born with the X gene and upon reaching some panic level of desperation or puberty, they unlock their powers. Whereas a human mutate is someone who is mutated into being they need something or... to to trigger their change so like hulk for example yeah he, hulk's a human mutate versus wolverine who's a mutant so that's that's why certain people would get power that's how they explain it and now that we know that it's all just deviant genes <laughs> now that we know from <laughs> from axe it's all just failed deviant genes i mean does that mean the eternals would eventually turn on like the hulk no because i still don't think he's it's not a the same thing it's not the genes that did it it's a scientific external force that caused chains at his level well, there wasn't still, anything but, but it's no, also his his blood he is something in his his system ties that... all the way back to the celestials the celestials messing with early mankind at least in the comics and who knows in the movies but in the comics it, that t- all ties back to the celestials experimenting on humans yeah. so there was the mutants who had that gene that was supposed to uh blossom we'll say after so many thousands of years the mutates were never supposed to they had it in their genes and they can be affected by uh out like you know the radiation or the fantastic four mutates because they got hit with the cosmic rays something needs to happen but it's still the same genes that go back to the experiments from the celestials you think the mcu is going to get that complicated and explain it no. No. <laughs> no. I think they'll I don't think they'll talk about mutates at all. I think they're just going to talk about mutants and that's going to tie back into deviance and that's going to be that. And we've already had one mutant at least show up in She-Hulk already. Well, and we honestly, don't know that. You could have yeah. you could have like Trask Industries or something talk about the Eternals and the Deviants and like the, they could they could show the celestial coming out of the ocean going like this is the mutants. They're coming from this thing. 
they're not like that's how they can be seen as villains as they are the new deviants that have been why that were wiped out with from the the eternals movie just because a character was a mutant in the comic book doesn't mean their appearance in the mcu still will categorize them as a mutant that's true okay that's true but we're going way too off topic here let's let's reel this back into deadpool 3 here because deadpool 3 Okay, so I've so Rye, a bunch of us were have a a, a, a chat going still uh, from the last time that Ryan Ian were on, and Rye had this idea of Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. And as much as I like that book, I thought it was a silly idea until we started just brainstorming. And the story we came up with, I think, would make a phenomenal movie. Essentially, Deadpool finding out that the Fox merger happened and can no longer curse, and that infuriates him to a point where he realizes that his whole world is now a a disney bright colored nonsense place so he uses the time machine uh a thing that he has to okay. uh to go through and kill all of the, the disney related things so it doesn't even have to ju- it could be pixar you could have you could have deadpool <laughs> going through and killing all of marvel and Di- star wars you could have him do everything and have wolverine being the only one who can chase him through time because of days and future past we know he's able to move through time that same way so we can have him getting a version of that technology or maybe from loki maybe because now he has to deal with new rules but that becomes the catalyst of how we see all of these different universes and Deadpool takes us through the multiverse of characters that we're going to see later on show up in Secret Wars with Wolverine hunting him down. Sounds like an absolute blast. <laughs> that sounds like I, I would faint. <laughs> I, I, want a, I want a new Wolverine. Well, you're, you're, you're still getting yeah. a new Wolverine. This is the last Wolverine from Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. that's fine. As long as this is the last one, I was so excited. Like, seeing him and... Because Ryan... I'm happy that this is happening because Ryan's happy. Like, this isn't something I want to see, but because Ryan Reynolds wants it. But you don't want to see what Ryan Reynolds can do with it? Yeah, what do you mean? Like, Ryan Reynolds is... Like, this is the movie he's wanted to make. What? Well, that's, Moscow, that's... you make faces. I need you to stop making faces. Say words. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't get you guys to shut up. Just tell me to shut up. Words. <laughs> He, I, he's already like i'm i'm torn sometimes with ryan reynolds i think sometimes he's just way too over the top for a lot of things and then there are other times where he's a cool guy i i've seen deadpool i'm over it i'm you know move on to the next thing the, the rumor that i am hearing or have seen is that the he'll be uh, wolverine will be the yellow and blue oh outfit. that's cool i would well, like that'd be cool so if that happens, that'd be kind of cool. Well, that's cool, it's like fan I'm over. Service. This is fan service. Yeah. That's all this movie is. This movie, do not expect some kind of groundbreaking plot. This is nothing yeah. but Disney. Uh-huh. Kevin Feige now has the rights to everything, and they're just going to let them run wild. And, and that's why I'm, I'm not I'm okay with that. Especially for a dip. And that's movie. why I think we're... he won't move forward in the MCU. He'll still stay rated R. What? Go ahead. Sorry, yeah. Moscow. No, I'm, I'm over Jackman. Like, I've... I've beyond that and i'm so i'm with mauer 100 on that we, they need to i know they can't find a new wolverine right now guys i guess maybe they could name i, ag- the person, I agree with you that a new wolverine needs to happen but you don't think this is the best way to close out the deadpool trilogy moving with the fox merger you don't think that they're the potential here to close out that trilogy which deserves a close yeah i don't think they're going to give us a good story though it's going to be what you said just a bunch of fan service. Deadpool 2 is a good What's story. What's wrong with that? You don't like fan service? 
You're a fan. No, he doesn't. He doesn't like fan service. He doesn't. I'm not gonna sit here and and shit on Deadpool because I know you. That's your favorite character. You can shit so I'm on not Deadpool. gonna do that. You can feel free. Uh, it's, it's, it's not gonna make me like, like it less. <laughs> after the first movie, like I I was just done with the character. I don't like, think really? I've watched the second one since I've seen it in theaters. Ah, I've wow. yeah, me either. Well, then, really? okay, then that's fine. That just means you're not big Deadpool fans. But as a big Deadpool right. fan, that character deserves a trilogy. If Thor can yeah. have four movies, Deadpool can have three. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on now. Points. Well, Points. So for me, I, I like Deadpool. I was hoping that movie was so much more in line with the Cable and Deadpool book mm-hmm. than a, re, like, a sequel to the first movie, if that makes sense. I wanted it to go into a different tone and show me some growth of the character on screen because that's the one character that could have each movie be a totally different thing and just have Deadpool be the same thing throughout each of them. Like if we had that buddy, a, a more buddy cop movie where they spent that time just together the whole time, like almost like flip a switch, like Cable had already been there. Like don't introduce him. Like you're now in a new comic book and you just have to understand this. Like they could have played with that aspect of it. I just, the the fan service thing where it's just going to be a whole bunch of cameos and, and look, you wanted this, here's 30 seconds of it. Well, no, I wanted that in a good story. I don't need just 30 seconds of something popping up and looking shiny in front of me. Right, but you're not going to get that with the end of the multiverse saga. So this is it. This is the opportunity. This is it. Like, strike while the iron's... The, the iron's about to be out. <laughs> like, it's, it's all, this is the last time you can strike. <laughs> I'd rather have one good iron than 15 momentary flashes of iron. You have one good iron. Like, have, have a little faith. They were good movies. <laughs> like, yeah. in the pantheon of comic book movies, both of those were outstanding. They, I mean, they're a, they're a cut above, the, above most comic book movies. And they were Fox properties. Well, that's because Fox didn't touch them. And even when Fox <laughs> yeah. tried to ruin them, Ryan Reynolds still made it work. Well, yep. actually, I'm going to give it to Tim. What was his name? Tim Miller? Uh, oh, yeah, Tim Miller, like yeah. most, like they would, they cut, they literally cut budget in the middle of filming. Like the whole final act was supposed to be like grenades and and machine guns, and Fox said, "No, we're cutting your budget." So the reason Deadpool forgets his gun bag in the the lim, uh, into the the taxi was because they didn't have the budget to do the CGI they needed. So they're like, "I guess we're gonna <laughs> just have him do martial arts," and that was something that they decided on set. Right. That's crazy. Wow. No, and it, it's still it, great. That movie had everything going against it, and it's and it came out on top. I just don't want it to be beat Jesus. I don't want it to be <laughs> No it Way did. Home it did. on steroids. It did. It did. But no Way I Home did. had a great story though. But I don't want it to be that on steroids, where they focus more on all the little cameo parts of it than a story. I don't think they will. We only got one big cameo, and that's going to be Hugh Jackman. As no, well. I think there'll be more cameos. Mm, than that. I think, I think th- it'll be. This, I think this is because again, I think, I think they're out. I think, I think everybody is done after this, including Ryan Reynolds. I don't think he's going to be able to have a long-standing relationship with Marvel, and I think they're going to want a Deadpool that can be tamer in the MCU. You'll get forward. both Professor X's. You'll get that. both Magnetos in this. You'll get Wolverine. You'll get Beasts. You could get Nicolas Cage. I mean, you're, you're, you guys, you. Op- open up, zoom out a little bit. You could have Wesley Snipes' Blade show up in this. Could. You could have Deadpool interacting with people. Like, Deadpool Boba Fett could be a thing. And that would be amazing, because that's a, that's a joke that's been happening for, for like a decade, if not longer. Like, so you're of the mind, you rather have that for 10 seconds than not have it at all. 
If you're going to get one last thing, sure. Why not? Make just it seems a, cheap. No, it is. Uh, it, it, Michael, <laughs> Michael Bay. It's McDonald's. Are cheap. What are you what, like? What are you talking about? <laughs> Like Michael Bay explosions are cheap, but you like to see the big kaboom, and that's what Deadpool three should be if this is going to be the last hurrah, right? It's going to be a meta commentary. Ever say a bad word about Michael Bay again? I'll right. say a million horrible ever. Things about Michael Bay. I, you, do you want me to spend the rest of this show talking about how horrible Michael Bay is? Because I I can. Well, we, we with can. the exception of what the turtles? Because no, you that, love the turtles. No, that movie was trash. He's a no. visionary. <laughs> well, no, nah, I agree. No, that movie. Well, I didn't even movie, watch that him, movie. Was cause... trash. The the only what Benga- the Benghazi one is the only one I hear good things about, and then Bad Boys Two. And Bad Boys. Yeah, and Bad Boys. I, for and some Bad Boys 3. I, I don't know about Bad Boys 3. I, I have a soft spot for Bad Boys 2, though, for because it was the first. Bad Boys 2 first. is one of the greatest action yeah. comedy movies of all time. I agree. I'm not, not going to disagree with that. I'm yep. not going to disagree with that. But, you know, that's, that's where I learned about the Michael Bay tropes, and then I saw them over and over and over. That's because he used the same shot over and over <laughs> from the same movie over and over. And then he goes to There's a sunset. There's a lot of comfort over. And then Armageddon. Goes, and then he goes to yeah, a sunset, right, exactly. And then a slow-motion American flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. He... Nothing wrong. <laughs> Nothing wrong. America. <laughs> So yeah, no the 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 possibilities for what this uh, a meta a meta Deadpool movie. I mean, what do you think Deadpool kills the Marvel universe is? It's him going around to different characters and figuring out interesting ways of killing them. Yeah, and they could one. very well do something then, like that. Yeah, and then he and then the, then then he has to go through and kill all the literary characters so they didn't so the archetypes don't exist. And then he goes through and he kills himself. Like the the meta you could get with this if they're really giving him the keys. This is the stuff they can do without affecting the MCU at all. They can do that, but I don't think the audience is advanced enough to understand. They don't that have whole to. Premise. That's, I, but I that's, think that's the are. beauty of it. They don't have to, though. MC- they didn't understand mm. the first three episodes of Wandavision. Yeah, but bro. they under, but they hundred percent <laughs> understood No Way Home, and that's all you would really need to understand for a movie like this, guys. God, it amazes me <laughs> how how you don't see potential here. No, it's. Yeah. I'm uh, shocked that you, at you, Mauer. No Mosco, faith I can in this writing team at all. You're, you're, you're missing my point. It's going to be what it is. Again. <laughs> it is going to be what it is. I am not excited for it. I will probably enjoy watching it and seeing it as mm-hmm. a piece of popcorn that in the theaters. Mm. But it's not going to be something that I'm going to be touting like, oh my god, yes, finally, that's the movie. I want to see it. Oh my god, I've. I'm happy. I'm done. No, it's a movie that I really want to see. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's a, look, I, I am, I am of the mind that I don't do like these movies are given to me because someone's coming up and doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. If that's the thing that they come up with, I'm okay to go pay and see it. Like, I'm not going to be upset because my mind came up with another version of a movie <laughs> that doesn't exist. I'm just going to be happy about the things that do exist. And you can decide afterwards whether it's trash or not. And maybe it will be. It's yeah. there's a hell of a possibility that it is trash. But we got it. And if anything, it'll it'll be Ryan Reynolds is the one telling you it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he'll on, end wait. the movie with thanks for the money. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock, come on, huh? Michael Bay. Oh, Mike, I've never actually seen The Rock. 
Pain and game. You. I hate pain and game with a fiery passion. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. Hey, pain and game is one of the only thing, only recent movies ever turned off. The movies I'm, trash. So I'm not gonna lie. Rash. I like pain and gain. And, I like awesome. that movie. and Six Underground with your boy Ryan oh. Reynolds. Six Underground was good. Yeah. yeah no, Six I mean, Underground was good. That that movie does not seem like a me movie. <laughs> but <laughs> no. I, I'm happy for Ryan Reynolds. That's why I was going back. Like, I am happy he's making this the way he wants to and going out on the thing. That's what I'm happy about seeing. Is this what I would want to see as his last movie? Probably not. I am burnt out on the recent fan service throwing as much on the plate as you can just because we can and it's ending. Like, I don't like seeing all the. I'd rather see a film with zero Easter eggs in it than a, 50 of them. That's kind of hard to to go with because this dead this last Deadpool movie could very well be the alley oop that gets us mutants in the MCU. Mm, yeah, it, it could. could be. There's already mutants in the MCU though. Well, right, but I mean, like the Are X Men. There? Yeah, that's what that's yeah Malakhan is. The, oh. Malakhan, and they also what what was something else? And they also, by the way, Namor is a mutant. That's been yeah. confirmed. Um, and then something Mr. else. Mr. Somebody Immortal. else was on, like, on the. There's a form that they had. They were holding up a screen and it said Human Mutant. I forget what that was, though. I think, no, it was, um, it was, uh, the dude from She Hulk that comes Mr. back. Mr. Immortal. Mr. Immortal. Mr. Immortal. Yeah, but, like Immortal. I said, does it say mutant on anywhere where it's confirmed? Yeah, it says mutant. Yeah, for him. A- and they, they literally call Kamala Khan a mutant. Oh, they do? Yeah. That's the big MTs. Ooh. I just looked at Michael Bay here because <laughs> this is a Michael Bay kind of show. Upcoming projects. So he's got one in production called Robo Apocalypse. Yep. Now, now here we go. Wait for it. One that's in development is Lobo. Mm-hmm. Wait for it. Like nothing. Uh, Mauer already knew. So wait. So <laughs> Michael Bay is working on um, a Lobo movie. <laughs> So it's a pre-production rumor. He's in talks. He wants to do it. He's bringing it to them. If there's any character I would ever give to Michael Bay, it's Lobo. It's Lobo. It's Lobo. Yeah, I was going to say Lobo that's a perfect is... fit for him. Although I've, I don't, has he done space stuff? Armageddon. Well, yeah, that's true. Transformers. <laughs> well, Armageddon. yeah, but it's still all Earth. Hold on, wait. He did the Got Milk Aaron Burr commercial. (laughs) 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 I've always agreed with Maurer's idea of just let Michael Bay do action sequences and give dialogue and to another guy. Just give it to somebody else. The Rock, the greatest three movies ever, back to back with uh, Nicolas Cage. Did you see the writer has all but confirmed? That Sean Connery is James Bond in The Rock. <laughs> I know. I love that theory. It's, it's... So he said, hmm, you guys are picking up some, some of the things that I, I put in there. So The Rock is a James everybody. Bond movie. Good but to no, know. It'll, it'll be good to see the last Deadpool movie. Um, I love the, the coming hewn that they're doing. <laughs> coming hewn. <laughs> um, and hog and seeing um hugh jackman be like okay i have to start working out now was hilarious yeah yeah i I almost felt bad for him saying yes just because i know how badly he hates it he hates it yeah and he was in the gym and you just saw the pain on his face like 
nine months. They're of- going to put him in a suit. Like, he's not going to have shirtless scenes, I bet. No, he's just going to get the classic Marvel cocktail of CGI. Things. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're going to give him a CGI suit. They're going to give him all the tests in the world. He's, he's saying steroids <laughs> is what he's going to get. All the yeah. TRT. <laughs> I'm saying they're not even going to do that. They're going to put him in a CGI suit like they do for everybody else now. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Would not surprise me. So, All right. Do we have anything else that we wanted to talk about? Mashko, did we hit all yours? Oh, yeah, it was the, just those, those two. It was just the real quick with Thunderbolt. With, um, with the Thunderbolt. About, yeah. Ross yeah. being, and this is real quick. There's rumor that Kathleen Kennedy, of all people, um, kept Kevin Feige from announcing at D23 or at Comic Con a casting for uh, the Thunderbolts for the person Thunderbolt is probably going to be named after, <laughs> uh, which is Thunderbolt Ross, who unfortunately the actor passed away. The the one from the MCU was, was William Hurt. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, but the rumor was that they were going to recast him, which I did not think they were going to do. I thought they would just name it after him, just kind of as a as an homage. But apparently, um, Harrison Ford was a either a front runner or it's been debunked, maybe. But he apparently Kathleen Kennedy kept that from being announced that he was going to be taking up the role of Red Hulk, uh, which means to me, I think that means you kill Red Hulk. I don't think you put Harrison Ford in movies where you expect a sequel. Right, because he doesn't like doing them. Nope, at all. Mm-hmm. Why not uh, Sam Elliott? That's what I was say. Sam didn't Elliott. Sam Elliott hate doing Ooh. it, though? Mm, I kind of remember him being along the same lines of Ed Norton, like, I'm an actor. Give me stuff to act. You're going to see Ed Norton in Hulk, uh, yeah, whatever that movie's going to be. You're going to see him in that. Mark what? my words. In what? What? Uh, Planet, Planet Hulk. Hulk. Oh, World War uh, Hulk. World War Hulk, Planet Hulk, whatever they're calling it. Well, we don't mean Ed, God only knows. We we don't know what that's leading to. If Ed Norton comes back to the MCU, hell hath frozen over. Well, he might. They <laughs> might be able to pull him in there just for the CGI version of him in uh, for, versus Kang's army. Mm. Him and Eric Bana. I mean, I have a feeling you're going to see a CGI army of every 90s and 80s and, and early 2000s Marvel character. Don't say Eric Bana's name again. Oh, say Eric, it again and he appears Eric in that movie. Eric Bana wasn't the lead. I mean, he's the worst Hulk. That's true. But he's, yeah. he wasn't that bad. The movie was terrible. But, he, but Eric Bana wasn't that bad. Um, His CGI Hulk pretty bad. looks better bad. than the current one. Yep. <laughs> It was bad. He, he punched a, he, but he punched a mutated poodle in the nuts. I mean, what, do you, what more do you want? What more do you want? So You like that lowbrow humor, don't you? A little bit. Listen, I love this Harrison Ford. Balls. Harrison Ford's one of those actors where you get Harrison Ford every time, and I'm okay with that for him. But I mm-hmm. don't want him in this because I want Red Hulk to stick around. I think we all would like that, though. So, but it, this and that's probably why we're a lot, some of us may think that the abomination may end up being I, that. I I think you guys I think you guys are forgetting that there's a reboot right around the corner. I don't think any mm. of this matters. True. Any, I don't think <laughs> any of this matters. There's going to be a whole new MCU at the end of Secret Wars. That is very true. Whole different universe. It's the time when we tap out. We're done. No, <laughs> I no, think that's when it gets exciting. Well, I think it's just going to be the X-Men then for the next 15 years. Yes. 
I don't think you'll see anything from Avengerland. Oh, I think you will. Because no, they're, they're, the they're putting too much effort in setting up the new Avengers. So I think you'll still get the new Avengers. Um, I think they're yeah. gonna. I think there'll be more heavy. Or the, on, uh, excuse me, the Young stuff. Avengers. They, there's no way they don't make a Young Avengers movie. They've, they're literally placing all of the Young Avengers in different properties throughout throughout this last phase. Yep. And we just found out Patriot's going to be a, a key player in the new Captain America movie. So, I mean, <laughs> Riri's in Wakanda forever. Well, she's not a part of the Young Avengers, but if she Aww. could be for the MCU, she was part of the Champions. But if they're if they're bringing back Hugh. I'm with Moshko where I would like to see Sam Elliott back, but I do think he had bad blood with uh, the well, production Well, paycheck changes a lot of things. <laughs> and if... Well, uh, Hollywood's not too fond of him right now, so... Yeah, well, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> you know? Hey, it's turning around. We're going to start getting R-rated comedies again. Yep. They're coming. Yeah, I, yeah, I would like... Three. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think he was the best part of that first Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. Would you agree, Menti? Yeah. yeah. Well, the first Hulk movie, other than punching the poodle, uh, <laughs> in the there's, hog. There's not my in the hog, dog in the hog. Um, there's not too many good things about that movie, unfortunately. Jennifer like, Connelly, they, they, Sam Elliott. They took out. They took out the Hulk. They took out the Hulk with lack of atmosphere. <laughs> you know I mean, like, there's not a lot of good things about yeah. that movie. So, all right. Yeah. On that note, thanks to the Todd Father, do that thing. You can find the show Welcome <laughs> to Fireside everywhere online. That's a Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew, and we appreciate all of the support. So, thank you very much. Uh, the commenting, um, well, more of the sharing. Appreciate that. Um, but once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. I'm Oshko, still kicking it. Still kicking it. Been kicking. <laughs> it's been kicked. <laughs> yes, you can. Whoosh. And then Features. Yes, I am, I'm Features. He's the sound effect man, even though Moshko's yep. got a soundboard. <laughs> Breaking news, Keanu Reeves is considering directing uh, Berserker. Oh, movie. wow. Live, live action movie. So wow. wrote it, starred in it, directing it. Because that's I mean, his comic, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I yep. don't think he actually wrote it. I think he helped write it, right? Well, he helped like, write they it. They came to him with the story, and then like he like tweaked yeah. it or something. I forget. He's thirty three percent chance he will end up directing the movie. That's his quote. <laughs> you know what that means? He's directing as, the movie as long as it doesn't take into his Constantine two movie. And did you? This is uh, we always do this. <laughs> hey, we do this every time. There was a clip where six months ago, I forget which talk show he was on, they oh, were like, yeah, yeah, what movie that. would you want to do? And he's like, I've tried. And they're like, well, maybe if you say it out in the world, somebody will go, hey, we want to do that. He goes, no, man, you know, I'd love to do another Constantine movie. They just, they don't want to do it with me. And now he's doing it. Like, how awesome is that for Keanu Reeves, the world's nicest <laughs> human being, to be like so down and like... Man, I just really want to do this, and they don't want to, to do it. To be fair, I, I mean... It's amazing what new ownership will do. Right, and, well, and, and I also think, that, I mean, the DC Comics, which we didn't get into, but Dark Crisis isn't very good. <laughs> but <laughs> I think a lot of a lot of HBO stuff is a little a little up in the air, and I think Constantine is a... is I think Constantine is to DC what Deadpool 3 is going to be to Marvel. 
I think it is a way to kind of bridge the gap. It's an easy way to keep people entertained and happy while they figure out what the hell they're going to do with the fact that they own the biggest characters in all of comic books and yet can't make a profitable universe out of them. And you can do it on a low budget with a high profit. So I think mm. I think Constantine is is more like, see, guys, we're listening. We care. We love you. <laughs> and that's fine. I'm, I'll take I'm it. super stoked. I, however, that's where I'd like to see also Matt Ryan get a Constantine show. Yeah. Like, I think, I, <laughs> give I, I me don't, all of the Constantines. We do not he need to replace it. Matt Ryan because he's still phenomenal. I, Matt Ryan is still outstanding. All right, listeners, if you would like to have an episode every day from us because we like to chatter, <laughs> please let us know in the comments. All right. No, God, no. Not every day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. like you guys that much. Deuces. Deuces. Oh, Mr. Wow. Mauer. Deuces. Excelsior. Deuces.